Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? I know I have. That's how I got here. When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? How do I make money from my podcast? The questions were endless. The answer to every question is simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing now by reading this ad. I found Anchor to be super easy to upload my podcast episodes and edit them all within the same app. So if you have if you have always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. You heard me. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Hello and welcome to the I Am Every Woman podcast with Tamika Young. Tonight, I was originally supposed to be speaking about marriage and me being a wife, but we have a change of plans. Tonight, I'm talking about how my motherhood was tested. Enjoy. So, as I said in the intro, originally tonight's podcast was supposed to be me speaking about my title as a as a wife or about marriage, period. Um, But I decided to put that off until next episode because something happened with something happened right after I finished the motherhood episode. And it was so crazy because I had just finished doing this episode and talking about how I wanted to create a safe space for my children where they can come to me and talk to me and trust me and and tell me the good and bad no matter what they're feeling where I wanted them to be okay with asking questions and being aware of certain things and and all that good stuff right so in that hat right after that happened something happened within my household now i'm not going to go into detail because i still want to protect my children i would that is my very first job in anything or any situation is protect my children and so i won't go into detail but i will share some of it so i was my my daughter was with her dad for the weekend and so I bought her some new sheets for her bed and so usually you know she she changes her own sheets and cleans her own room and everything but I was like you know when she come home just no telling what time it's going to be just wanted them to already be done for her when she got home so I decided to put new sheets on her bed and you know just have her bed ready or whatever the case may be and um I was taking the sheets off the bed and I realized there was a note under her pillow now, at first I wasn't going to read it I felt it was like maybe it was a journal entry or something that she was writing poetry or whatever the case may be but then I saw that it was addressed to me 
And so I went ahead and read the letter, read the note. And I finished reading it. And then I read it again. And again. And again. I think I read it maybe like five or six times. And all I can think of is I had no idea my baby felt that way. And I thought, why didn't she come to me? Why why didn't she talk to me? And I thought about, was there ever a time where I made her feel like she couldn't come talk to me? And I was like, no, I tell her, like, talk to me, you know? I would ask her, you know, how her day was or, you know, if I got a certain vibe from her, I would ask her what's wrong or what she was thinking about. And she would always tell me nothing. And then I thought about where I was and how I felt about my life when I was her age. And I thought about the circumstances and and how things were and how life had changed for me around that age and how I hated my life. I hated my life when I was my daughter's age. But then I thought about how hard I worked so that her circumstances and her environment and the way that she's being brought up is completely different from mine's. And so I start questioning, like, why would, why does she feel this way? Like, why would she, you know, feel this way? Or what would, ha- what happened? And I'm starting thinking about situations or different things that came up within the past year. And I'm like, why, why would my baby feel like this? And I couldn't, I, I didn't know. So I patiently waited. Well, I texted her father, her father asked when she was coming home. And so she came home and when she first came home, I didn't say anything at first. I just kept thinking in my mind, like if this was me and my mom when I was 10, like I could only imagine how she would have handled this, right? And so I was like, knowing my mom and how she would have handled it. I didn't want to handle it like that. I wanted to have a conversation with my daughter. And that's what I did. So we sat down. I talked to her. I asked her some questions. She gave me answers. I asked more questions. (laughs) She gave me more answers. And at the end of the conversation... I felt like my baby's at an age where so many things are changing within her. But so many things within her body, within her mind, is changing and shifting. And she's trying to figure it out. But she's trying to do it by herself. She's trying to do it on her own. When I'm right here, and it kind of it kind of hurts me to know that this is hard for her this is a struggle for her you know one of the things i wanted and i've always wanted ever since i 
was pregnant with her or finding or or been thought about children or wanting to have kids is that one thing I've always wanted for my kids is to have just unconditional love like just be surrounded with so much love and they have that she has that I tell her every day I love her I tell her that she's beautiful she has me she has not one but two fathers two male in her life that love her she has her dad her biological father and she has her bonus dad my husband she has them her grandmother spore and give her whatever her great-grandmother on her father's side they are so close and she so she has all this love but sometimes this is not enough because there's still other factors within herself they may cause her to feel a certain way there are still factors outside of her or outside of our home or outside of our family that make her feel that may make her feel a certain way and it just makes me realize that I have to put more actions behind words I have to shower her with even more love I have to talk to her and she hates when I when we have talks because that's one of the issues in her note is that she gets mad when we have talks but then I had to let her know that the talks that we have is just me having a conversation with you to in order to inform or give you knowledge on certain things this is not punishment it's not me fussing at you it's me trying to share knowledge with you that will benefit you right and so that just opened the floor for her to talk to me and tell me about quite a few things that she did not like and we just we just had a conversation we had a dialogue about those topics um Amira is my firstborn and my only girl and so I just think that like I said she may be transitioning into a teenager and so hormones are changing thoughts and feelings are changing and she's just trying to figure it out and I just have to allow her to do that but at the same time be like I'm here I'm here when you need me. You can talk to me. I'm here. You know, without being overbearing or, you know, just always on her back about it. Just giving her space and room to try to figure it out, but knowing that I'm her cushion when she needs me. You know? And I'm pretty sure this is the first of many... (laughs) Tests that I would be put to when it comes to my child. It's just that I didn't expect this one. I really didn't. I didn't expect it at all. Um, and I just had to share that with you guys.
you know? Being a mom, I won't say that I'm perfect because I'm not. But I work at giving my children and being the type of mom that I felt I needed. Not to say that my mom wasn't a bad mom because any mom, any parent, we do the best that we can, you know? But I tried to give my babies something that I needed when I was growing up. I needed to be told sometimes I love you. I needed to be able to come to my mother and talk to her about things, and but I didn't. I couldn't, you know? And maybe I'm naive to think that it's even possible, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with trying to change the way things have been within my family. I'm okay with that. If it means that my daughter grows up being a little more stable, even a little bit, even a little more stable than what I was, I'm okay with that. I'm 100% fine with that. Again, I don't say we have to be best friends, but there needs to be some type of comfort or some type of safe space where our children can talk to us. In certain situations, our kids are scared of us. They're scared to talk to us. But we have to create a safe space so that they do because sometimes we may not pick up on it. Sometimes you will and sometimes you won't. You won't pick up on it all the time. So you have to create, I feel, we have to create spaces or in a type of environment within our household that lets our children know that when you're struggling with something, whether it's something in school or emotionally, it's okay to come and talk to your mother or your father. Whoever you feel more comfortable talking to, talk to them. Let them know what's going on. Let them know of the thoughts and the feelings that you're having so that that person can help you try to figure it out. You know? I think that's important. I was looking up some information and I found that Suicide is the second leading cause of death of ages 10 to 10 to 24. This came, statistic came out in 2016. Um, I got this from the Parent Resource Program. Um, it's a website online. I was trying to look up some information and I found it. And if you guys want to check it out, it's um, prp.jasonfoundation.com. And it has a quite a few facts and information on here about youth and, and mental health with youth. So I thought it was very interesting, um, but I had no idea that it was that high. It also says that more teenagers and young adults die from suicide than from cancer, heart disease, AIDS, birth defects, strokes, pneumonia, the flu, and chronic lung disease combined. 
combined. You know, I see on the news or I see on Facebook sometimes about these young babies taking their lives. And it's sad. And I would always say, like, how did that mama not know? How did she not know? And I understand now. I understand. And I don't know if they're getting these ideas from TV or movies or, or what. But we have to let them know that it's not an option. It shouldn't be an option. And just shower them with so much love and, and reassurance and tell them that they're beautiful. Tell them that they're important. Tell them that they matter. I feel like the world that we have to raise our babies in is a world that sometimes I don't want to be in. With everything that's going on, I sometimes wish I could just keep staying in the house with my babies and just stay in our own little bubble and our own little world. But I can't do that. We have to prepare them. We have to love them. If they need reassurance, give it to them. Tell them that they're beautiful. Tell them that their kinky hair is beautiful. Tell them that their their skin, no matter what color, no matter what shade, is beautiful. I remember the first time Amir got picked on at school. I want to say she was in kindergarten, maybe preschool, kindergarten. And Amir has very coarse, forcey, kinky hair, right? beautiful hair it's just it's the way it is right and I forgot the hairstyle she had but anyway she went to school and she came home upset and every day she would come home I always asked her as I, I did up until the day we took her out of school I would ask her you know how was your day and I could tell she was upset and I was like what's wrong baby why are you upset and she told me she said because she got picked at about her hair in school. And from that day, you know, I would tell her how beautiful she was. I mean, I told her before because I even asked her. I was like, what does mommy always tell you? <laughs> that I'm beautiful. So the ne And I said, so the next time... Someone says anything about your hair or your skin or anything about you. You let them know that you are beautiful and that you are loved. And from that day, I made it my business to tell her that. And from that day, she has been self-conscious about her hair. You know, it got to the point where I would do her hair. And if she didn't like it, she was like, Mommy, I'm not going to school like this. And I would have to take it out and redo it. If it was okay for that, then she would be fine. If not, I would have to change it again. Usually the second time I got it. 
But if she didn't like the first one, I would have to change it. Raising kids can be hard. But raising kids in a society that pushes certain views on them or make them think that they have to dress a certain way or their hair has to be a certain way or they have to wear certain brands or, you know, they have to be with a certain people in school to be cool. Like, all of that is just a lot of pressure. Like, it was bad when I was in school, so I can only imagine how bad it is now. And now I feel like I said, like I said, I feel like I got to just shower her with even more love. Now, the only people that know about this is me and her stepfather. Didn't tell her father. I didn't tell her grandmother. And I don't think I have to. I don't think it's that big an issue. We've talked about it. And we're going to continue to talk about it. And I'm just going to just continue to shower her with love. Show her how much she's loved and how much she's needed here and how important she is and how much she matters and how no matter what she looks like, what shade of skin, how her hair is, like she is beautiful and she is needed and wanted and loved. I never thought that I would be going through this experience with my daughter. But I am. The things I said in my motherhood episode were most definitely tested. I believe that I handled the situation pretty good, <laughs> considering. And I just want all mothers to just pay attention to your babies. Not saying that you're not, but. Sometimes with us living our day-to-day lives, sometimes we miss something. Sometimes we don't know. I know now I'm going to pay even more attention. I'm going to ask more questions. I'm going to have more talks. I have to. Well, that's it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoy. If you guys can relate to this, if you guys have any questions or you want to give me any type of comments, please be sure to do so. I welcome them all. Also, like, share, subscribe, leave me a review, and I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening.